You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of AMC's Preacher. I'm Josh. I'm JD. Let's talk about Masada and also The Last Supper. You know, I almost, almost <laughs> said you're listening to Fear. It's hard not to. The Nth Cast. You're listening to Fear, the Nth Cast. It is hard not to. Or- Cast. Should we? We should probably talk about that for just yeah, a second. We should. We should. So you probably, <laughs> not probably, you in fact have not heard anything on this feed for a really, really long time. Yes, it's and true. That really wasn't by design. Uh, life just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, here's the short version. We just kind of let. I moved. It's my fault. I you moved, moved away. away. <laughs> That's what it is. It's all my fault. You abandoned us. And, um, and by by and large, you abandoned our listeners. That's what happened. Man, that that sounds awful. <laughs> Did that get heavy too fast? <laughs> that I'm sounds sorry. awful. Uh, but here's the bottom line. Two, two things have happened. I, I'm back. We're better than ever. We've got some cool plans. You may have noticed that yes. we have rebranded. Mm-hmm. This is now, instead of it being Fear of the Nth Cast, is now a Preacher Recap. Yes. Uh, we're going to be covering the fourth and final season of Preacher right here, starting with this episode, which is the first two episodes. Um, and then there is a total of 10. So ten, there'll, but be there'll be nine more weeks. Nine eight more, more weeks. Eight more yeah, weeks. eight more weeks yeah. after um, this. And I guess the other big thing for you guys to know, because this did actually start as a walking dead specifically fear the walking dead. Yes. And then we were, uh, it was requested that we also cover because we're talented. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe, or maybe it was just a grand experiment to see right. how much, how much they can make the monkeys dance, That's right? Dance monkey. No, we had a lot of fun, but again, life got in the way and it kind of faded. We've moved on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're not going to, uh, or maybe fortunately, I don't know. We're not going to cover The Walking Dead anymore because there's too many other shows out there that do a, a much better job than we ever did. Yes. That's, that's what I tell myself when well, I put my he- head on the pillow at night. I mean, you talk about shows that have a lot of podcasts about them. The yeah. Walking Dead is up there with Game of Thrones. Absolutely. So Absolutely. You can find one that's good. And if you need links, let us know. We'll be sure and give you some. Absolutely. But uh, definitely check out recap.fm because preacher coverage is not the only thing we're going to do. Oh, no. We've already got Chernobyl coverage out there. Mm -hmm. We've got Good Omens out there. We've got Stranger Things out there. And there's much more to come. And the best way for you to hear about what we're doing uh, is get on our email list so we can uh, let you know. But enough about that. You're here. We hope. We hope to hear about Preacher. And, and we didn't even cover season three. So, I know. So maybe we'll go back and do that. I think we should. I do- mean, we can do it out of order. What does it matter? It's like <laughs> it's like a prequel. It is. Like, here's the, here's the main course. We'll come back and do a prequel later. So... This premiere, I thought, was really a really good episode, and and maybe did it do enough for us to go back and watch and cover season three? But at yes, least potentially, I think it did. Yeah, I mean, what I've heard from other people because I do read online is that this was one of the best episodes of Preacher that a lot of people have seen. Okay, okay. 
So, and I enjoyed it very much. It was a little hard to follow at first because I was trying to do something else at the same time. And then wait, <laughs> I know. Right. Um. So I, so I stopped <laughs> and I was like, I got to pay attention. Okay. You know, because there's some shows that you can watch and not really pay attention to. Preacher is not one of those. This other shit can wait. Exactly. I've got to watch this. <laughs> I've got to actually pay attention. It may have been figuratively only, right, but yes, right, right. this shit can wait. Speaking of shit eating dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Episode two started off that way. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. So Masada, I love how it starts off with Tulip... And uh, Cassidy and Jesse falling out of the sky. And there's just a whole lot of questions. Mm. And it made me think, I was like, okay, what happened in season three that I feel like I'm so totally lost? And then it gave us a time shift three months earlier. So I was like, okay, this is kind of like a preview of what's going to happen. And now we're telling the story of how we're going to get there. And I I enjoy that kind of storytelling. Like, Mm -hmm. I'd like to see a little bit of glimpse of, hey, this is where we are now. But here's how we got there. I think it's a great way to tell a story because with Preacher, and I've noticed this especially with like comic books and especially when the series is complete, mm-hmm. we know how it's going to end, you and I, because we've read it. Yep. So the story is a lot of the fun, even knowing the ending. So I like sometimes knowing the ending before I actually get the story and like, okay, now I want to see it. I can you know remember as we go through. So I was excited that they started it off that way. Yeah, like Jesse's dead, right? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> which, which is an Easter egg from the comics, right? Right. Obviously, he's not going to be dead, dead, but maybe, maybe. Who knows? Wouldn't that be something? Because they've, they've, they've changed some things in a very major way, but then they've also kept some things, and they've actually kept the spirit of some things, and that's. What I've enjoyed watching, uh, and I am definitely going to go back and watch season three because I want to yeah. see the confrontation between uh, Angelville. I, I want to see, see all of Angelville. All of Angelville. I know season three would have involved uh, Jesse losing the uh, the the power, losing Genesis, and then getting it back. Obviously, he got it back. He would have met up with the All Father mm-hmm. because now Hair Star is the All Father. Yes. Uh, obviously, he carved the <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> made him into a penis head. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> which was fantastic. Yeah, uncomfortable. Um, I'd forgot. You know, this episode made me a little uncomfortable comfortable sometimes which is great because that's what preacher is oh it should make yeah it should make you uncomfortable like if you can watch this in the whole time not squeam once i i got questions for you i I I got other questions for you i was definitely reminded of how much i enjoyed watching uh pip torrens uh playing hair star yes uh he just uh, man i can't see I didn't even know who Pip Torrens was before, but I want to see all the Pip Torrens now, right? Because right. he just stepped right into uh, Klaus Star uh, better than I could have ever hoped because that's such an iconic figure from right. the comic book series. So on that same note, I was reminded about how much I love Joseph Gilgan Gil- as Cassidy. Cassidy. And he yes. is my hands-down favorite character in the series, well, and I think I think his role in the series is very important. Agreed. He's, he's kind of the moral compass for <laughs> for the show. They were all in trouble then. Yes. Well, no. Like <laughs> I'm saying, like he wears kind of his heart on his sleeve. Absolutely. And the, so that's why the first scene with him being tortured is representative of so much more of him just being tortured by the Grail. He's also a tortured individual because 
of, you know, he loves Tulip. Mm -hmm. His former lover, he probably ended up being the cause of that person's demise. Yeah. And being in Jesse's shadow is torturous for him, too. I mean, literally emasculated, as well as figuratively emasculated. And also literally having to live in the shadows. Yes. Uh Okay, so can't go in the sunlight ever right. because it'll kill him. Yeah. yeah, and even though he has these tremendous abilities to heal physically, being alive and through and suffering through so much through his life, he hasn't learned how to heal emotionally. That's right. And you think that he would because of all the things that he's been through. Oh, he still doesn't know how to do it. So clearly, he was uh, abducted by the Grail. In season yes. three, because here he is at Masada, at mm-hmm. the compound. It's this been is their 2,000 years, their headquarters. Their headquarters, and uh, taking a page right out of the comic book mm-hmm. was, was awesome. Uh, I love the little detail, uh, the, the, the university, yes. University yeah. of the Grail, <laughs> yeah. uh, the different classes, the, yeah. the different French rooms. literature, advanced torture. <laughs> yes. Same thing. Um, urban blight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the urban blight room. Right. Um but they also had uh, Lazarus Coffee, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. I need some of that coffee sometimes yeah, in the morning. Wake the dead. Uh, yes. Literally <laughs> need to wake the dead. Uh, but so Jesse and Tulip, yeah, they're going to go get their buddy Cassidy, but he but, doesn't want to go. Well, it, it, different motivations. Oh, Tulip, Tulip yes. wants to go get Cassidy because she genuinely cares about Cassidy. Jesse, I don't know if it's out of obligation or to prove a point like, hey, I'm better than you. I'm here to save your life once again, which proves that I'm the better person. Mm. And, and Cassidy, like you said, does not want to go. Yeah. He's not interested at all. And they, I mean, he gives him shit the whole time. Like, <laughs> Who would bring Percocets for the tortured victim? I mean, uh, what are you even thinking? I like, have two rules. <laughs> don't touch my Percocet. And do you have... <laughs> Any Percocet. Exactly. And folks, if you've not seen Goon, I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It's worth the watch. But it is worth the watch. It's a hockey movie with uh, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Um, And it is is worth the price of admission. Absolutely. Um, It's hilarious. I I immediately thought of that movie when I heard. Anytime I heard the word Percocet. Right. I think of Goon. It's not a a common term. (laughs) No, at least not here in Texas. No, no. I don't know that I've ever been prescribed Percocets. Yeah. You know, they give us Vicodin. Vicodin. Yeah. yeah. And Valium. Uh, Mixed but he, together. He had a valid point. What, you're not going to bring some kind of painkillers to a torture victim? Right. Well, and Jesse wants a uh, thank you. And <laughs> Cassidy's like, yes, my foreskins will never be able to thank you enough. <laughs> Which, I mean, there's just Let's a bucket of them. It's <laughs> ridiculous. What a what a wonderful, and by wonderful, I mean awful, form of torture right because cassidy even threatens to do he's like there's nothing you can do to me it hasn't been done afraid oh really (laughs) oh really i mean and he's just slice (laughs) slice 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 i felt so bad for cassidy like yeah frankie introducing frankie was a great uh uh, pullback from uh the comics i was pleased to see that and i forget the actor's name but i thought he did a great job he did um he 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 made me nervous uh, yeah, he's the kind of guy and, you know, he's a professional. Um, yeah, it's all about, hey, it, I'm just here to do my job. Right. It's not personal. But it's not just physical. It's psychological. And Frankie had Cassidy's number. Oh, yeah. Right? Because he was the one that figured out, oh, no, it's guilt is your problem. Right. 
because Cassidy pushes it off as I, I don't want to go because I don't want Jesse to be the one to save me. When in reality, it's, it's much deeper than that. He feels guilty about some things and, and things that he's done. So he's like, man, I, maybe I kind of deserve this a little bit. And sure, there's a little bit of vengeance built in. I want to get back at these dudes that have done all this stuff to me, mm-hmm. especially Frankie. But I think he's fine either way. If he wins, he wins. If not, he'll be tortured some more, and then eventually he'll win. So. Yeah. I mean, because do we really believe for one second that that rack that he had him in would hold him? I mean, he gnawed off his ankle to yeah. get out. I mean, he could easily. He's a vampire. Yeah. So. That heals almost instantly. In yeah. that room with yeah. all those people, he could just break his hand off yeah. and then his other hand off and then eat a couple dudes and he'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, those, the, the torture was uh, a bit <sighs> squirmish I and mean, getting shot in the different places. And it's just. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I'd rather be shot. Woo. I would so yeah. much rather be shot. Do not circumcise me forever. Right. I'm I'm good. Right. So Tulip and Jesse then back in the hotel room after Cass doesn't leave. Mm-hmm. Tulip is saying some things that you probably don't want your boyfriend to be hearing. Oh yeah, like uh <laughs> Did he ask about me? Did he ask <laughs> Did you tell him I was here? Yeah. He knows I'm here, right? Did he ask about me? Right. Yeah, the tu- did you say what? Tulip is looking for you? Because oh my goodness. And Jesse asks, um, have you slept with him? I promise I won't be mad. Right. Not one bit. Lies. All, all of it's lies. And Tulip realizes that it's a lie. Of course. And lies. She lies about it. Well, if if they didn't both know that yes. the other was lying, right. there's something terribly wrong there. Right. But they, they've been dysfunctional since the beginning. Uh, but they, they're peppering the script with little things. Like, I think at the beginning of the episode, she had mentioned feels feels like... The end feels almost. like the end almost. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe this wasn't until the second episode where um, they were running off. No, maybe it was this episode, this first episode where they're in the car and they just did the D. Yeah. While they're driving. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just like, I love you. And she doesn't say, I love you back. She says, to the end of the world. So it's, it's an interesting acting in this show is great. Yeah. It really, really is. And it's not. It's like not uh, in your face, like, hey, look at me. It's very nuanced. Mm-hmm. And I really feel uh, that that each of the three uh, main actors, at a minimum, uh, really understand their character and their motivations. Yeah. I, they are very believable to me in this very unbelievable scenario. Yes. It is the... One of the most unique shows on TV. I was really thinking about that this afternoon. We've come so far. Yeah, because I remember season one, you and I are talking, and we're like, how are they going to put this on television? <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly. Don't know. How, and here we are, season four, they're about to wrap it up, and they've done a great job. Yeah. They yeah. really have. So we're talking about the character's motivation. You know, you want to root for Cassidy. Mm, you want to root yeah. for Tulip. Yeah. Why do we want to root for Jesse? I, I don't. Because let's talk about what he does in this these two episodes. Okay. Um, he stops just when he sees a little boy with a dog on the side of the road, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then ends up killing the dog, <laughs> you know, through use of the power. Oh, yes. I mean, I know the dude was going to rob him. The little kid wanted to be a thief and steal from him. I would have listened to the porn star slash right. chicken farmer. <laughs> right. Because that's... I mean, that's wisdom. 
right yes. there. She's seen some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I electrocuted <laughs> three of my code stars. That's like, I got to get out I, of this game. slipped out of my hands like a bar of soap. <laughs> right. I mean, I, must I have been know. that KY. I don't know what was happening. I don't know what was all over it, but it was apparently slippery. <laughs> but then as he's traveling through, he sees that little boy again later in this house of ill rapport. Oh. And clearly this kid is under the age of 18. <laughs> clearly. But we get a peek at another character, another iconic character. Uh, I, I want to I want to hope that he it's pronounced Jesus Decide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, ooh. Ooh, how are yeah. they going to handle that? I don't know. How are they going to handle that I don't know if they're going to put any, actually put them in the series or if they're just kind of doing did we like, just Did we just get that little taste yes. right there in the window? Yes. And it's like, ooh, that's about all we can that, do with this. Because yeah. <laughs> I bet they're like, man, I really want to put this in the show, but I just don't see how it can work. Man. Yeah. But Jesse sees the kid in the window and he doesn't care. He doesn't do anything at all. And the, and the pilot is trying to convict him, like, okay, the pilot, yeah. yeah, come on, this, uh, you got to have a code, seriously, like a preacher's code, yeah. where you you do something about something like this, well, because it sure as hell's in the pilot code, <laughs> right? Well, and he's not wrong. It, I would say, it's in the decent human being code, right? You see some shit like that, you better go help yes come on absolutely go you take care of that yeah that bothered me that bothered me he sat there for as long as he did and then he was like it was like begrudgingly yeah and he only did it because the pilot went in i think if the pilot hadn't gone in he'd been like cool let's just go i mean he it's not my fault that he's in there what do i why do i owe him anything and and i that's why i think with cassidy earlier in Mm. the episode it's like i'm doing this begrudgingly because i'm supposed to have a relationship with cassidy and i certainly have a relationship with tulip and she wants me to do this but if i didn't have to i wouldn't yeah and so i think the thing that bothers me the most is sometimes and dare i say too many times i'm jesse yeah and that's what bothers me and maybe that's the point it's because we we have seen through this whole series that when he does use his power, it never really turns out the way that he intended it because right. it's it's false or faulty to think that that kind of power can be wielded by a mortal. Well, and he uses it irresponsibly and without thought. Right. Because that's what we do. Right. You know, and even if we have the best intentions and we go and we think that we're going to do something just like that uh, exchange with the two dudes, uh, the the Coptic and the Muslim, you know, (laughs) stop fighting, stop fighting. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he doesn't speak English. And so that whole, again, another example. And then with a dog earlier, Drop it. Gun falls, goes off. I mean, it's a terrible gun. I was going to say, I don't know of too many guns that go off when they hit the ground. I mean, if you have a competition 1911 with a super hair trigger, (laughs) maybe. Stop filing that stuff down. Don't carry that one around. Oh, my God. Loaded. But, I mean, mean, yeah, he doesn't think about the collateral damage. And I, I firmly agree with you that that's something that I struggle with, too. I don't always consider the effect that my actions will have on all the people around me. Yeah. Like, how does this benefit me? Mm-hmm. How does this benefit my immediate people that are being affected? And I don't often think about the consequences. And Jesse has this power where 
I mean, you saw it with the the Tammy girl that like mm-hmm. keep the door open no matter what. That girl killed herself. That's got right. Cut in half mm-hmm. to try and keep the door open. Yeah. Because Jesse told her listen to whatever Tulip That's says. That's right. Which also backfired because. No, you gotta listen to me. I'm your boss. No, right. no, you're not. She is. Right. Oh crap. Right. <laughs> so again, it's all, it's all in the application of this power, and you could give the most specific instructions in the world, but it's going to it's it's like the it's like when they take the story of a genie, which there is a joke of it. Cassie tells the joke about the genie, right, which right, is right. fantastic. But it's it's how when they take the genie. Uh, a scenario and they make it into a horror movie. It always is. You make a wish and it's always fulfilled in a way that you didn't intend it to be. Right. And which is exactly what's happening. It's like Jesse has this giant lamp and he just rubs it whenever he wants to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hoping he's going to fix everything and wash it all away. And it, and it, and, and the, the wish is fulfilled if you will, but never in really in the way that I think he ever intended it to be, but right. it doesn't matter what your intentions are. Right. That's because- the point. Yeah, and he's come a long way because when he started, he did kind of have a thought about, well, I'm using this power. What is it going to make people do? And now he doesn't even care. Yeah. He just uses it willy-nilly whenever he feels like it. And it's just not going well. And then also, he abandons Tulip and Cassidy. Yeah, because he has a vision. Yes. A vision of the end of the world. Armageddon, which we know is coming. It has to be coming at this point. Yes, uh, and so he hears from his father. Yes. Right. Uh, but this explosion he saw, I don't actually, I think that is probably going to be the destruction of Masada. Yes. Would be my guess because that's what happened mm-hmm. in the comic. I, I would imagine that's what that is. But yet here he goes again, goes off and leaves him. And when are they going to have enough? When are they going to have enough of him just doing what he wants to do and not giving a crap about what they think or well, I mean, we see a glimpse of that. Yeah, at the very beginning of the show, when Cassidy and Tulip just kind of fall in bed together, no yeah. mention of Jesse. Yeah, nobody even cares. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, maybe they have moved on. Maybe, maybe they've realized, oh, that dude is not worth our time, and we should. We're supposed to be together, and he's not supposed to be in the picture. But the weird thing to think about is the fact that he has this power. It means that he is worthy. Yes, because he wouldn't be able to have it. He'd be dead if he wasn't he, worthy. Because people expo- So it's like, okay, well, what does that mean now? Because I'm not sure that means what we think it means. And I haven't quite unpacked that yet. But there's something to it, and that either means that he's going to do something heroic that – uh, while maybe doesn't absolve all these sin, because he's just, he's the biggest sin. This is the thing that's hilarious to me. Yes, is he's the biggest sinner out of all of these folks. Yes, <laughs> but uh, is he going to do something that's redemptive in some way? And you, maybe we see glimpses of that, like when he stops to help the boy. Maybe you know, maybe. like there is maybe there's a hint of a good man in there. We just. He's at war with himself, and he doesn't know what to do. But I think he's always had those glimpses, right? He, sure. he went back to his town right. to be the preacher there and to serve and to help people. And he knows he knows what is right, but he's making some really bad choices. Really? Really Absolutely. bad. Really bad. So we need to talk about the other characters and kind of sure. tie up the story. So Hairstar, like you said, mm. is uh, the mm-hmm. All-Father now. Yes. And he lets Jesse just walk in. 
Oh, yeah. Because he's got the earmuffs on, mm-hmm. like the really soundproof things. And deaf the, and dumb lady. Deaf and dumb lady. Old lady. I see you have an old lady. Yeah. She's <laughs> deaf and dumb. And uh, his plans for Jesse are just as disturbing as what Jesse's plans for him were. Sure. But um, it's fine. You know, Payback's a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to carve a giant vagina. <laughs> right. In the top of your, your head. <laughs> and then we will mate. <laughs> I mean, why else would you do that? I love that Jesse came in and tossed the hat at him. <laughs> you start wearing hats again. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. So, and then also the Grail is trying to find Humperdew. Mm. And there's a ton of clones of Humperdew, mm-hmm. which is why they haven't introduced the chi- the child, mm-hmm. the Messiah child. They don't know which. They one don't know which. which one is him. So, I mean, they have him dance with, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And, oh, it's not him. Bam. <laughs> And there's a any- big pile of humperdues right. somewhere. And if anybody questions him, like the one dude that questions him, he's like, all right, get in the box. And he gets in the box. They hand him a grenade, shut the box. And he's like, <laughs> clear my search history. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is a funny joke, you know, like, but I mean, you know, people say that it's true. Just clear my searches. Yeah, I, I hope you do that for me. Yeah. Oh, I, I really do. I mine auto clears. That's right. I'm just saying. Every time I shut the, every time I close the browser, right. it automatically cleans itself. Everything's in incognito mode. And then <laughs> control it, alt N. That's right. Is, is life. Right. So Hairstar definitely has power, definitely in a position of power, but he really doesn't have a lot going for him other than the fact that he's the head of this big secret organization and he has his morals and his beliefs and things like that. But those aren't going to, those don't hold a candle to what Jesse and Tulip and Cassidy are capable of. And it's just weird to see a man of like such strong principles. We know he's going to fail versus a man and a two guys and a girl with mixed principles and not sure what they really believe who are going to win. It's just weird to see. <laughs> it is weird to see, but what are they winning? What are they trying to do? I mean, well, I mean, their whole mission is to hold God accountable. Yeah, and I, that's a, the bigger mission of the show. Is like God has got to be held accountable for His actions, for mm. using us as His playthings, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to do. Damn it! And at the end of the the second episode, we see God basically playing with toys, mm-hmm. and the toys are all the things that Jesse's doing and Tulip and Cassidy. From all the seasons. Yeah. And it's just a really weird picture. Like, is this, has God just been playing this whole time with everybody or is this just coincidence? And there's a nice question that they've asked us. But then he's also aligned himself with the grail. Yes. To make Jesse pay, make Jesse suffer. Make him suffer. And he loves Diet Dr. Pepper, which is just. I was going to, I was, (laughs) it's funny you bring that up. I was just about to say. I'm not into worshiping a God that thinks his greatest creation is diet Dr. Pepper. I hate it's, diet Dr. Pepper. It, 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 is not, it is not great. It doesn't taste like Dr. Pepper. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, well, I think Mitch Hedberg said it best uh, because they normally refer to diet Dr. Pepper as tasting just like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Well, no, because if it does, you fucked up. Yeah, right. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's right. That's regular Dr. Pepper then. <laughs> yeah, just drink Dr. Pepper if you want something to taste like Dr. Pepper. Gosh. Um, which is is different than I remember the com- uh, being in the comic book. Yes. So it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. And I'm not... Yeah, because we miss... Uh, season three is when he's walking around in his latex dog suit. That's right. And I know that Jesse did go to hell. Mm-hmm. And I know that they did kill Satan yes. in, in season three. Mm-hmm. Uh 
I don't know the fate of Hitler off the top of my head, but that's okay. We didn't right. need him for as long as we had no. him anyway. But we did see Arseface. Um, Arseface and the Saint of Killers. Yes. And the Saint of Killers is still going to play a role. Yeah, they're just now getting to Angelville. So yeah. they're on the trail. They're not super close, but at least they know. Yeah, the kind of where he's going, and the Saint of Killers is going to find him eventually. Yeah, because he cannot be stopped. Nope. And uh, another another great little Easter egg was the Seraphim in the Mm -hmm. tower above where they were keeping Cassidy. Yeah, I thought that was kind of just kind of change. What are you doing down there, fella? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows how long? Put your wings away, or we're going to have problems. Uh, the the first half of this. I mean, they call it two separate episodes, but it, it feels like a two hour premiere. Yeah. Uh, I thought the first half was really strong. The second half was g- good, yeah. but not as good as the, the, the first episode. Right. Well, and the fight scenes in the first episode, like uh, Featherstone and Tulip mm. shooting the bullets at each other <laughs> yeah. and then running into each other and like both mm. like, cool. cool. <laughs> and then they proceed to beat the shit out of each other. And then I love when Tulip, is throwing her off the side of a mountain and she turns into a flying squirrel. Oh yeah, that yeah. was cool. That fe- that Featherstone is full of tricks. Full of tricks, tricksy. And, and uh she's a little bit uh she's you know, angry. She's a little bit stabby, a little bit murdery. Yeah. And you know, I mean, that's cool with me. I mean, that haircut, a yeah. little angry, a little stabby, mm-hmm. smart. Uh mm-hmm. I think we've the answer is yes. Yes. I mean, I, so, you know, okay. I moving would. on. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. Like the first, the first half of the episode, I was like, okay, good. I'm ready to be back watching this. Yeah. And then the it's second true. half, I do think it was a little hard to follow with some of the weird, they shoot some of it weird, like with the commercials and when they were doing like the montage to where the penis building is. Oh, it's in Australia. You know, I'm like, oh, wow, that's weird. Oh yeah. 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 Well, I mean the start of the second episode was the dinosaur thing. So we have, right. a new, we have a new theory as to why the dinosaurs no longer roam the earth because God smote them right. for eating their own shit. Well, I mean, and he said, don't do it. Don't you do it. And oh, then they yeah. did it. Yeah. And I don't think dinosaurs did that. No. Is it made the dinosaur very cat-like, right? Because he was looking right at him. It's like, you mean don't eat this right, right. here as he's doing it? Right. Don't push that off the table. Mm. Uh, but but God was willing to look away and be distracted by the double rainbow. That's right. Hey, look at the double rainbow. It's so nice. Yes. <laughs> what does it even mean? What does it even mean? But I think it was the belch in his face yeah. uh, that it's put him like over ass. the edge. Yeah. That's right. Put him over the edge. I Put would him appreciate over that. the edge. Um, but, I mean, that proves a little bit of God's character in sure. the show. In the show. Yes. <laughs> um, very angry. Very quick to anger. Very quick to destroy. Yeah. And Doesn't care about things that he's created much. Views them all as just kind of playthings. That's right. And very, again, very interested in seeing Jesse suffer. Yeah. Because Airstar uh, could have killed him easily. Easily could have killed him, and they let him go for whatever reason, but yeah. it's to make him suffer. Yeah, and it's weird because most fathers I know and observe, that is not your primary function. That's not even something on your radar to, no. I guess in this example, you, you'd be your children and watching them suffer. No, that's like the last thing. Right. What do I have to do I would rather, to make sure that – I would have rather have my foreskins. Right. <laughs> 
I don't know about that many times. <laughs> Wait a minute. How many do I have? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, if mine grows back, I mean, after about 200, oh, that's enough. Uh, I mean, and then turn it into an ear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was so that weird. That was something. It was weird. That was something. Unnecessary. I mean, because they could have done a better job of at least forming it into an ear. It's like an ear with a penis sticking off. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, did they, does that suggest that they actually took more than just, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, he even said, like, you watch the tip, you yeah, amateur. Yeah, like, yeah. So, I mean, they may must have, have got some. Root and stem, all yeah. of it. Ugh. Gross. I mean, don't you think, like, on, like, your first try, you'd be like, all right, I'll just take it all. And yeah. then the second time, you're like, all right, now I'll try yeah, to be I'll a little be a more little, accurate. Have a little more finesse. Right. It's weird because I remember... I think it was the beginning of season two or maybe the end of season one where they're in the car and they're about to hit the road trip to go to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Cassidy did make mention of some warehouse somewhere where they keep foreskins. Right, 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 right. So I was like, ah. So he knew something. He knew something. He knew something. Uh, so I saw a preview. Uh, episode for episode three. For episode three. We're gonna, we, we are going to see more of uh, the Desaad. Yes. Which is just terrifying to it look is. at. It is. Uh, but only because we do know the context in which what that character is. Mm-hmm. You, mm, I don't know how they're going to handle that. But okay. So we're going to see that. But I've also seen the trailer for the season as a whole. So at some point, Jesse has a patch over his eye. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, a spoiler alert, that is, a, if they're taking that directly from the comic, he does have a tussle with God, and God actually bites his eye right yeah, out of the right socket. Of the yeah. So um, that should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, this preview, I mean, it's got me excited to watch the end. Yeah. I want to see how they, I want to see how they land the plane. Yes. I do. I, I really do. do. Um Agreed. Yeah. So, hey, we're back. We're back. This was good. We're going to do this a couple of more times. At, at least. least. At least. Uh, but if Preacher is not your bag, we have a lot more shows. We mentioned them earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, we're also doing another Garth Ennis show. Yeah, well, that's right. We do, uh, which I helped out with the first episode, and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching The Boys on Amazon Prime, you like superheroes, or maybe you are tired of, of, I don't know why you'd be tired of the MCU, but I guess it could happen. I mean, maybe you just want something different. You want something different? Then let me let me tell you, The Boys is different than any other superhero. Put the kids in bed. Yes. This is, this is actually, I'm well, going to- no. Watch with headphones. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> watch with headphones. But uh, it's it's really good. It and is. It, and it's the same writer that brought us Peach- uh, Peacher. 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 Garth Ennis. Uh, and he is a wonderful writer. He's always been one of my favorites, but he's an angry man. Well, I mean, his, <laughs> when he wrote The Boys, he said it wanted to out Preacher Preacher. Mm. So that should give you some idea that's, of what The Boys is like. That's all the context you need. Yeah. But uh, definitely hit us up. Uh, uh, you can hit us up on social media. Yeah, at we're Recap, everywhere. Everywhere at Recap FM. Check out the website, mm-hmm. recap.fm. We want to hear from you. We are happy to be back. Um, yeah. We, Get on the mailing list because we ooh. are going to send you a bunch of information that you want. Oh. That you want. That sounds like a promise. It is. I'm making a promise okay. for you. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got work to do. Yeah, well, that means we better wrap this up. I'm for it. Hey, we'll talk to you next week.